right. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Today we have Leo, one of Angie's friends that's in the uh, male industry. Yeah. Male yeah, adult yeah. dancing male industry. industry. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we have nobody Leo's likes thing. the term stripper. Uh, like I don't know, it's the easiest one to roll off the tongue. But is, I feel but... like girls, guys, every person we've talked to, they do not like that word. I'm an it's entertainer. Entertainer. You know what's real though? I think it's actually way more accepted now. Like so many people just posted everywhere. Like I'm a stripper. Yeah, you know, or a dancer. People. Erotic dancer. I mean, yeah, that's a word that I'm not sure if I could use anymore. Female. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's a tricky. It's tricky. It's a gray area. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> Gender is a gray area. All right. So, uh, you've been in the male entertainment oh, industry. How long have you been friends with Angie? Oh, you guys go way back, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I've known you since the dawn of time, since we were wee tots. <laughs> Long before strip clubs were ever a thought in either of our minds. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys been friends for a while. That's good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Band. Like band class? Yeah. You used to play an instrument? Yeah. The trombone. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Leo? Nice. Big yeah. and heavy. That's why we're both jacked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, carried a trombone home from school, right? So, growing up, did you picture yourself as a dancer? No, <laughs> no. It's just kind of a need situation. Yeah. So, yeah, all that was surprising. Yes. So how did it lead into that? Like, give us a little background to that. All right. Um, so, <laughs> from being a cubicle worker for about 10, 15 years, I randomly decided that I was going to be a bouncer and a security guard for a while. Jumped out of the office into a whole bunch of different club types, one of them being a strip club. One story after another, a couple of the female dancers, women dancers, women strippers. <laughs> but they suggested that I join in the, um, the game. So I, I did. Just like that? Yeah, they were talking about the money. I was like, you know what? I've been watching you make money. Makes sense. So I grabbed another bouncer <laughs> and me and him went in for tryouts. Did you go to a club first? Oh, we like went to a club. Were you doing <laughs> private scenes? Like because all of it is different. Yeah. It's different for a male than a female. Yeah. Um it's not like Chippendales. No, I mean in the beginning it was it seemed much more similar than any other research point had ever told me because we were doing research obviously for yeah. a second, trying to figure out where the money was, how to get the money extract it and build whatever but um i think i found a club that instantly let me know that i had to um be really really comfortable with who i was because it was a dance club and it was set up the same way that girl dance girl strip clubs are but there were barely any girls. In <laughs> yeah. I so it was like a male club. Yeah. Okay. You're like, so there was a lot of guys. There were a lot of guys. 
and the handful of girls that were there were completely crazy. So, it was a different experience for you. Com comfort, comfort came from within. Yeah. And to be honest, um, from a personal perspective, it's the same. Yeah. Like as a chick, I come out and I'm not impressed. I'm like balding, scary, smelly, <laughs> crazy, definitely crazy, handsy, gonna have to tase you. Yeah. Like it's not any better pickings yeah. there. It's not like anybody that you would want to be with. And that's what I'm saying. It was way more similar to the strip club than I thought it would be. Yeah. Because like I said, I was a there for a little bit more than three years before I actually decided to do the thing. So I saw all of them. I saw all they had to go through, and I understood. That's why it was easier for me to switch into it because I had to. You have to, to turn off some shit, and like as a female, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you have to turn off some shit. I wouldn't give any of you the time of day. I am a bougie ass bitch, but I need your <laughs> money. So there's some shit you got to yeah. tolerate, like him calling you daddy and pinching your buns. <laughs> Now, did you dance on a pole or it was just a stage? There were. Homeboy is ripped, bruh. Yeah, like, <laughs> guys are good at the pole. <laughs> Actually, um, like she said, it was a little easier than uh, probably the female experience on that end because um, upper body strength came a little bit more natural. Yeah. But I. I studied the girls. I worked with a couple of the girls outside of the club, and I learned a couple of tricks. You're so. doing those ribbon classes <laughs> and shit before that, right? Oh, yeah. So you really got into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He trained. When you go for money, you study how to extract yeah. the money. <laughs> Take it serious. Yeah, your body's where you're making your money. That's your yeah. money maker. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, okay. So, I'm a little loopy, sorry. <laughs> Here and here, I was out in the cold for a How much did you make your first night at the club? My first Everybody night? has these clubs. Yeah. My first walk into the club, my best party night ever. I think my first night was like 1900. Well, that's not bad. That was like my mortgage. It was, Thanks. it was misleading too, though, because uh -huh. it was like a fresh meat amount of money. Yeah. Like I thought every night was going to be like that there. It's like this first hit, and then you chase that high, and it never comes back. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and it wasn't like a, like a weed high where you go back for, and it's a little less. You know, it was like quick, um, what's the word, quick tolerance drop. Heroin. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, here. it was heroin, and then, and then it, it went away. Way down here. So, staying in that for... I think it was a couple of months. It wasn't that long in the beginning. And then I kind of phased out of it a little bit. When I really built back up into it was when I left the um when I left the home state. After I left the home state, I started getting to the point where I needed money. It was a desperation thing. So I looked up the um the clubs that were around me down there. I moved down south. And I found a couple of things. You did Pea Valley. That's what you did. Valley. You did Pea Valley. You were out crunking it in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, it ATL. More money down there. There was a lot more money down there. Like my first couple of nights, um, I ended up making maybe 
seven to eight hundred a night. It wasn't really like super crazy, but it was that's still not steady bad. bread. Yeah, that's still not bad. That bread. is a lot. And then like on an all star weekend, I was down there. I made like three thousand dollars in a two day period. Shit. It was big bread. And for like maybe week three of being dancing, being in a club down there. I was approached by a couple of dudes in the club. Now, I never, I didn't go into like the body types that you see in the clubs because, like I said, when I was up here and I started, I started in a club that was like, I would say, eighty five percent guys, and the um, the other dancers there ranged so drastically. Like, I understood why they hired me immediately. Because we had like um, tweet tweens, what do you call them? Um, the the boys that look like little pixies, <laughs> all the way up into like the bodybuilders, yeah. and then like a couple of dudes that were like old men at the time. I was like, okay, so it's pretty much everything for everyone here. When I got down south, it was a steady like um, athletic build on all of the floors, but then the the bodybuilder dudes approached me, and they was like, we got something going on. You look like just the type to be in it. Like, all these guys in here are just running around and um, doing whatever they need to do. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Run around making babies, <laughs> killing people. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. But they like my own yeah. You were such a shy, nervous <laughs> kid. He's like, I had no friends. And then I'm like, I'm ripped. Worship me. <laughs> right. It's easy to fall into that character, too. Because it was definitely a character. Because that's not who I am at all. Like, yeah. Super reserved, mostly introvert. But the character I played down there was. Okay, I'm on top. Where's my money? You got my money? <laughs> Come to the stage, give me my money. It is a weird it's it's super mafia weird. power trip. Yeah. It is like So, like I was I was on the poles doing everything that I knew how to do. And I like Angie said, I started um somewhere in the, between the um, cubicle and the um the bouncing. I was teaching aerial yoga. So I had a a decent amount of flexibility and um, know-how in yeah. that realm. So, so it worked for you. That that worked in my favor. And the dudes that came up to me, the bodybuilders, they pulled me into doing some um, more on the realm of muscle men male review type of stuff. And that was where the, the Chippendales aspect came into it. I so now you're doing P-Valley dances. You guys are coordinating <laughs> and doing the magic workouts. Mike. Yeah. Like Magic Mike in it out on the stage. Yeah. Magic Mike one was pretty good. Especially since that's when we started doing the app moves. When you started getting calls, when you're out chilling, like, oh, we got a party for you. So private events. Private parties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where that was. There's probably a whole bunch more, like, don't be shy, man. Come on, let it out. <laughs> what was your worst night? Like, my 
worst, worst experience you had doing it. Worst experience. Like there had to be something there, bad. Some really weird stuff that happened. Like how it was so weird that I don't even have it pinned as worst experience. I'm just just question marks. <laughs> question mark folder where like up here dancing in the club. Um, a couple came to me. <laughs> they said that they give me a hundred dollars to sniff my asshole. <laughs> so you took it. I took it. <laughs> He's like, I definitely took it. Like, oh, okay. It was a shaming moment in my life, but I had dinner and some gas to get home for sure. Hey man. Uber. Nothing wrong with that money. Yeah. Like, People are so weird. I was super weird. Like, like I, I don't know if I can see you from <laughs> back there. I don't know. Do I trust you? <laughs> like, not really. You're not allowed to wear those in the club. <laughs> I have them too. You know I do. And they're like, no. I was like, oh yeah. But my shoes, my shoes were weapons. Anyone that's touched a stripper stiletto knows that they are freaking brutal weapons. Hell that yeah. thing weighs like 12 pounds with a razor point on it. That's why the calves are like. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking in those shoes is fucking exercise. Jesus. Yeah. We just wore boots. <laughs> <laughs> Some Tims. Some Tims. Some Tims and some D-pads. I'm not even allowed not to bad. wear them shits. It's different for guys, I'm guessing. That. Like, you have to be half naked. I'm like, but it's cold in here. It's <laughs> right. like, Jesus, so, turn some heat on. On a regular night, how far would you go? Like, everything come off or? Oh, on the regular night, here, everything came off. In the club? Bookie naked? In the club? Just touching guys, touching me. Like, how do you? No. No touching. They're not supposed to touch you in the club, but, but they I know certain clubs. still do. I know because I have um, I have some gay friends, and we I've been to those clubs. Yeah, and I know Renee is very comfortable with himself. I am, I am very comfortable with myself, <laughs> but I've you know I've seen even my best friend like go upstage like start grabbing junk and it's like, bro, what are you doing? And they allow it though. They don't say nothing. Yeah, some clubs are just wow. One night I was up here gives them money without them giving right. them money. I try to run you down. <laughs> you want to grab junk? Go here. They were loose on the security. Yeah. Like, we, I feel like that's one of the differences between male club and female club because and every girls club that I've been to, there's been solid security. Solid security. Every, every um, there's solid bodies for security. <laughs> and then even then, when they have security, the are they security? No, they're they're homies. Yeah, some, some I had a bouncer yell at me for throwing a drink on a customer after he smacked the shit out of me. He smacked my ass so hard, I literally threw my drink in his face. And the bouncer's like, you can't disrespect paying customers. I was like, there's $3. I literally took the money, threw it in his face and said, keep your money and fuck you. I'm going home. <laughs> and he's like, you can't leave. I said, fucking try and stop me. Yeah. Bro, that is kidnapping. You can't hold a half naked chick hostage. <laughs> I am leaving this motherfucker. Pick me up. 
Yeah. I used to call, call Ezra like, pick me up now. Amanda used to get rides with me and be mad because I would leave her. Amanda's like, why did you leave me here? And I was like, because fuck that. I don't take no shit. No, I feel you on that. Yeah, I mean, play no games with people. On a female part, it's scary. I don't know, on a male part, I mean, like, shit like that happened to you. It's, it's scary. You could have stuck that. American Horror Story spike up your ass when you let him sniff your ass. That's pretty scary. Yeah, I was going to say. Could have been scary. Of, like, thinking about what happens after. Like, when it comes down to it, I wasn't as scared as I would imagine a, a girls club that has absolutely no security guards in it. Because that sounds like a terrifying mess. The shot girl watches the lap dance room? Yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> But, what is she going to do? She's like four <laughs> feet tall and she's dope fucking passed out in the box. Okay, if something happens, I'm going to kill whoever is trying to attack me. Yeah. But then... Like, I'm naked and I will club you. <laughs> I'll club you with my club. Right? No, I feel you. That's how quickly can I get out of this situation? Like, with no clothes on and all my stuff in the locker. <laughs> <Right. laughs> that would be some adrenaline pump. You're like, black through, man right? running naked down the street? Mm, pretty it's sure I'm going to get shot in the city. He's wearing Tim's. Right? <laughs> what else? Just Tim's. <laughs> yeah, we got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. Was it a little, was it scarier, like, down south versus up here? I know you said there was, like, a different dynamic, but I feel like, yeah, security-wise, like... It wasn't as scary. For some reason, it just felt more homey down there. Like, it, it was One, it's warm all fucking year. More respectful. <laughs> yeah, the um, clients were more respectful. The um the the women who came into the club were more respectful because when I say that the girls were crazy, that was strictly a New England thing. <laughs> because I was in I was in Atlanta, Charlotte, Vegas, had no problems, but up here, <laughs> I I've had girls like straight up and down reach for you like full grip. Sometimes they're drunk; they don't know the strength. <laughs> Got raped by your female clientele. Uh, I mean, yeah, the female it dynamic happens. up here is it a happens. little more yeah. brutal. Yeah. I know that I'm a little more brutal than most of my family would like, and most of my families from down south, they're like, oh. Good yeah. Lord Jesus. <laughs> they were all about it. Like, I'm here. I paid for this. You're mine. Damn. So, so how old were you when you first started? And how old were you when you stopped? Um, stop. Or have you stopped? Question. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was... We old. Yeah. I, I think I was like. I think I was already in my thirties. Yeah, when you when first I, started. When I started. Yeah. He's like, I tried to do that right life first. <laughs> yeah. Got got married, had that good life, and then said, you know what? Yeah. No, All that. No, this. So you still doing it then? 
I still get calls here and there. All right. That's not bad. I mean, side money. Yeah, side money. Not, nothing wrong with that. Since OnlyFans is a chick's only thing. Yeah, that thing shit. But not. <laughs> You're like, I can still sell my pictures. Like I was talking about earlier. Uh, don't, don't put it past me. I'll shave my ankles and start posting. Uh, that's that's Sea Finder. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> OnlyFans is a whole other thing. But, yeah, no, I feel like OnlyFans is mainly for chicks. I mean, maybe I do like you, probably. Not like me. I got a dad bod. He's like, nobody wants to see my man boobs. I was like, people buy that too, though. You don't understand. There is. Yeah. I just feel like I won't get anything good. It's got to lower your standards, like, a lot. (laughs) Just like, you know, the strip clubs and everything else. You just got to lower your... True. I'll put it this way, man. I used to be a skater, so I got no fucking moves when it comes down to dancing or moving. I used to be a skater. I don't have those. Do not correlate. Well, it's like a white boy, you know? Really don't have a lot we, of moves. We, we know what a skater is. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, just it's saying, really I skate. I never really got into the whole... You a lot of if you can skate, then you can dance. No, That's see, what we I can skate and I got balance. That's about it. You got balance, Same thing. You got hip control. Yeah. <laughs> eh, yeah. <laughs> I, you can I, I be taught. Right. I told him. I was like, you want some side money? He got you. <laughs> I'm going to go roll with Leo a couple yeah. times here and there. You guys order a dad bud? First off, you spend half your nights out trying to get laid drunk at bars anyway. When we go out, when we go out, okay? So so listen, listen, that's a normal guy thing. It's a a normal, you know, 20, 30, 30 single. Exactly. It's a normal 20, 30 single thing for guys to do. But just think of the same shit. You go for free. You're drinking for free. You're over here buying your fucking scotch. The chicks are going to buy you the scotch. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go shake your dingling in like 20 chicks face. And guaranteed one of them's probably going to try and sleep with you. I won't lie. Once <laughs> I start drinking, I do get some. And you go home with like eight, nine thousand dollars. <laughs> like the, the, um, the review thing is, is almost all away. Yeah. Crazy. I do like the party. Have you been You're on like, any oh, social drunk. media social media <laughs> platform lately? If you hashtag dad bod, dad bod it you'll is find dad what's popping right now. You will find dad bod. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've been at the game now for what, like two and a half years now? Single for three. It just I don't know, I just work and go home. Yeah, I feel you. That's pretty much what I do. Right now. No, you work. <laughs> you work every single day, bro. Yeah. All time, all like you're working right now. Yeah. He's literally did the podcast while working. <laughs> That's Leo for you. Put your laptop away. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> so when's when was the last time you did a private party? Um oh, so pretty recent. Yeah. Not bad. How was that one? That one was crazy. It was a little blonde girl with um her group of friends, they did line dancing or something like that. I they did some country music? No, that's that's like what they did professionally. Oh, shit. Okay. So 
So they teach classes at the Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, something like I that. I want to go there. <laughs> that part is pretty fun. I got four months together for your birthday. Right. Trying to beg me to stay. Trying to beg me to stay after the birthday girl who I was hired for. She told me I can come back anytime. Yeah. Her friends was like, "Hush up. What's your name?" <laughs> so. I want to get down to You're getting married. Remember married. <laughs> Listen, bitch, stop trying to keep him here. Right. Um, so I do want to get into more of a serious aspect. Uh, so did this bring any strain in any relationships you had? Any relationships? Like how hard is it to maintain? That is probably the most destructive thing. Like, and even where people think that they're well adjusted to it, it's still such a big thing. Like, I was in a relationship with another dancer, a female dancer, and I knew what she did. She knew what I did. But way back in the pit of your mind, it still it still sparks little, um, small inconsistent cues of insecurity. Yeah. All people are insecure. That's what I like say all the time. Like everyone has that insecurity. It's just how it comes out. Yeah. And even when you're on a good track, like it's even worse when both of you are dancing because even when you're on track, like I, I was pretty comfortable down South. Yeah. But as soon as I started like chilling with the, the dude dancers a little bit more, she was having little pings of insecurity. But as soon as she starts having pings of insecurity, the way my mind works is, why are you thinking like this? So now I'm having pings of insecurity. So that they're counteracting off of one another. Yeah. And I feel like mine grew to a certain level, and then I got to the point where I felt like I wasn't even in the relationship anymore. You felt like an outsider? You grew apart? Yeah, we grew apart fairly quickly on that, and because part of it came from needing money. Like, we, we were down. Yeah. Down too far, and then trying to build the money back up was coming, but it was coming slow. It wasn't coming quickly quickly enough for us to resettle ourselves and like actually get a space where we could be comfortable and um, work through any problems. Yeah. And that's important in the relationship. And that's what you miss out when there's too much insecurity. And that's what dancing brought to the table, too much insecurity. I, do you feel like the insecurity came from you already knowing the fact of what happens in the clubs? Yeah, and a combination of knowing what's happening uh, knowing what happens and not knowing what's happening. Yeah. I, because I feel like one of the main, um, the the real breakdown period for us was me going on tour with the guys for, um, for um, a wedding venue. It was like... 50 weddings going on at the same time so they hired us as a group so me and like five guys went down to i think it was arkansas for this one did the thing and basically just came back 
one small incident that occurred down there was one of the guys wanted to make some more money, so he brought one of the girls up to the hotel rooms. We had conjoined hotel rooms. So the girl that he brought up, he did whatever he was doing in his room. And then she came in our room, me and the other guy, and expected that she was going to be doing everything everywhere. Yeah. So I'm sending the messages to... She got some hormone imbalances. <laughs> she got to work out. Yeah, I'm sending messages to one of my dudes. Like, yo, this you should check crazy. your boy, because he ain't no good if she was still awake. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's right. <laughs> I was texting him like, yo, she's crazy. She's trying to do this. She's trying to do that. I'm like, I just mushed her head off of my abs because she's trying to kiss up on my abs. And I, I put this in a text. Now, mind you, like I said, nothing to go down. No, there, no situation. When I got back home from that, the girl had a completely different look on her face. Like, it felt really off. And she was like um lead communicating like so did you have a good time like not mm. in the usual fashion i was yeah. like what's going on <laughs> like no nah, not really like i was i was making the money but i thought that was marriage <laughs> <laughs> i was making the money but it was a little annoying at times da, 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 da. and she was like oh yeah it was really annoying like so long story short i found out later that she had put an app on my phone that she was receiving my texts. Oh, damn. So she's seeing the text, oh, this girl's kissing on my abs and I'm mushing her head off. Like, full, she received the full thing. Like I said, I mushed my head off, mushed her head off. But I feel like her, that, that didn't. Her insecurities were a lot higher than yours were. Man. That's a whole different level. That's like. It. That, she was stalking the phone, bro. I would say she was stalking that. the phone. Did I you stalk her phone? After that, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but like I said, like I feel like my insecurity is probably higher, but I wouldn't act on it in that round. I feel like hers was more jealousy and control than yours were. Yours was more like you're I just don't know what's going side. on. You're taking the no, no, no. First not, off, I'm not done. I loved her. I'm not Let me just done. Put that I'm out not, there. I loved her. I'm not done. I'm just saying, like, but yours was getting to that point too, though. She was my favorite by far. <laughs> but nice to your goddaughter. You guys traveled, did your thing. I didn't really like when you just up and fucking bounced and moved. By the way, didn't even say shit to me. Literally just <laughs> left. It was like, yeah, I'm an ATO. Fuck you, wiener. Fucking in Atlanta. But I feel you have you have limits. When you go to do a job, you do the job and that's it. Once you're done with that job, your character's ends and that's it. Yeah. You're you're nothing more you than Leo at that point. You're just yeah. you. For the most part, yeah. Like I said, I I feel like I was a little better at separating the um work the yeah separating the two identities, but because I mean I. I I've done, you know, I've looked up some things on the web and everything, and, you know, 
like you said, a lot of guys would take back the girls back to their hotels to keep partying, keep doing. But that's also some of the people I've seen on like their interviews. Bigelow, male Bigelow. <laughs> but a lot of them also say like that's the lifestyle they like. They like doing that where they keep they keep going with the party the next day, keep doing the same I thing. I don't over understand, guy or girl, how you maintain a relationship in that type of environment because, like I said, all people harbor that insecurity inside themselves and even the dancing in itself is a power trip for you and it's like those two it's like rams like you guys there's no way for you not to collide yeah. you both being dancers made it even more like you said even more intense yeah i feel like they're like much someone not now. being a dancer in this then you're like i'm a ram and then this person's just ah! <laughs> like the trust i feel like the trust wasn't really there though I mean, for it to be like that, yeah. the, there has to be trust in between each other, you know? The trust And I would tell anyone this. Uh, most people think because that I've been in that situation multiple times where dating a dancer, yeah. when I was dancing and when I wasn't dancing, they think that I have a grip on the situation and I understand it. And like, some people give me credit there that I'm like, nah, there, there, no credit to be given because like from what I understand about it, there's no way to be in that situation and be 100% comfortable. Like you can be okay to a certain level. You can understand what's going on and all that. But when it comes down to it, the nature of the business is it's selling that dream the it's sexuality selling it's selling something that's intimate between yeah, you yeah. as a couple so you're selling that intimate you're part of yourself a, a piece of something that's fundamentally a building block of a relationship yeah. exactly. now relationships aren't a hundred percent all sex most of them yeah but that that piece is such a a strong piece that when it's when it's given away it's it's there's a hollow space there yeah like you can build yourself around it and you can build stronger in other realms of the relationship and that can be beneficial that can work like yeah. i've seen that but that that small hollow piece will always be a hollow piece because that's what happens when you sell it yeah no i feel you that's that's hard you know, it is hard. I don't know any people that are in healthy relationships that are like with dancers or dancing and they're dancing or any of that shit. It is definitely a single live your young, make your money, stack your bread type life. And then yeah, let that the shit perfect, go. That's the perfect realm for it to be yeah. honest. Like, because then I know tons of people that did it, you know, to get through college, pay bills and like respect, respect if you put up with that shit, basically, because that's what it is, putting up with a whole lot of crazy shit. Yeah. And <laughs> for, for the, some of the younger ones, like it, it develops such a thick layer of toxicity in their in their heads, like, because who, how can you look at a guy and not be at least... 12% disgusted being being that exposed that to that grossness exposed to on a regular basis yeah yeah no it's true yeah. you saw the ugly the uglier and the ugliest yeah so I understand that part 
But, jeez, man. I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Took it all the way down. There's so much more that I have to say on this subject. But, timing. No, I feel you. No, but you're right, though. I mean, it, it does take a lot, you know, especially when you're doing private shows for someone. You're trying to make them feel like they're the only one in the world. Yeah. You Something, know? And, private shows are some of the scariest shits. Yeah, I remember a couple of those. Like I said, warnings. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you've bounced for my party, so I'm like, I, I like... I remember when I do um, the co-bouncer for one of her parties, he had this gauntlet <laughs> that had a retractable blade in it. I was like, okay, we're going to be straight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, like, I've been to a couple of parties where that's needed. Yeah. Yeah. People get extra rowdy. I mean, sometimes, like you said, it's like literally you get lonely people. I love Coke dudes. Coke dudes are like, my dick doesn't even work. I'm like, great. That works great for me. Because <laughs> then I don't have to worry about the whole rape aspect. I was going to say, you got the liquor flowing, you got drugs going, you got all this. Like, you get, do have to worry. Because yeah. rowdiness be ensues. Be safe, travel in packs. That's I've told every female ever. Like, females are jealous. People in the clubs, like, you got to worry about everything. Like, chicks go to clubs by themselves, and it's like, other females are jealous of you. You're going to get mugged by the chicks in the back and possibly raped by the guys on, <laughs> on the way out. So, like, go with people. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. Do things that make sense. thing I did. Even guys, you got to travel with people. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to end up in someone's trunk. At least have someone with me so <laughs> Jeremy can kick out the light. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, all right. So I know Leo got to go. We will definitely have him back here again to talk more on all these subjects all over again. But, Leo, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it was a pleasure, it. honestly. Yes. And Always. until next time. Keep dancing, homie. See ya. Later.